The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Hello, everyone. This is Kevin McCullough from the Portfolio Analysis and Consulting Team here at Natixis Investment Manager Solutions. I'm joined today by my colleague, Mark Santolo, uh, and today we'll be discussing asset class correlations and specifically recent changes in the relationships between stocks and high-quality bonds. Uh, Mark, 2022 was obviously a challenging environment with correlations between stocks and bonds essentially jumping to one uh, against a backdrop of higher inflation than what the market had been expecting. Uh, year to date, we've really seen this relationship change and and flip back to the uh, historical average of little to no correlation between equities and high-quality bonds. Yeah, in the two weeks following Silicon Valley Bank's collapse, the S&P 500 lost more than 1% on four separate days. And all four days saw meaningfully positive returns from the Bloomberg Aggregate Index. Last year, we were seeing a lot of stocks down, bonds down days. And toward the end of the year, even stocks up, bonds up days, which both of those are diversification not working. What do you think has been the cause of the shift that we've seen so far this year where we're now seeing some of those no correlations or even negative correlations between stocks and bonds? When this relationship works, it's typically for one of two reasons. First, when stock market declines lead to changes in the expected future path of cash. For example, a new data print comes out that leads to an increase in growth or recession fears. That leads the market to price in fewer Fed hikes, more Fed cuts, quicker Fed cuts, etc. This causes bond yields to fall and bond prices to rise. But it can also happen when risk-off sentiment leads to higher demand for bonds. This reduces the term premium, meaning the additional return you get for holding duration risk comes down and then that drives yields lower. But when the risk-off sentiment is driven by inflation fears, this relationship can break down. You had similar dynamics happening in the post-World War II, late 1940s, as well as the Vietnam War, Great Society backdrop of the late 1960s, and of course, 2022. Rates were not moving because of the growth outlook being repriced, they're moving because of the inflation outlook being repriced. So we're seeing the dominating market narrative shift from inflation uncertainty to growth uncertainty. So that makes sense. What the market had been pricing in for most of 2022 underappreciated the persistence of that inflation backdrop. And you kept seeing these expectations have to get repriced as the market you know, came around to understand that the Fed's going to have to do more and be increasingly hawkish to actually contain inflation. So, so given that shift that we've seen, what are the implications from a portfolio standpoint? Uh, you know, we monitor advisor trends, uh, and as of our latest data, we're still seeing a good deal of short duration positioning and alternatives used in lieu of traditional fixed income. Does this changing relationship suggest it's time to start unwinding these trades, extending duration, and and increasing uh, credit quality within fixed income sleeves? Exactly. I think you want at least some high quality duration in your portfolio. When stocks fall and bonds rally, it's not CDs, T-bills, or money market funds that do well. It's core strategies and core plus strategies, treasuries, corporate bonds, etc. Keep in mind you need to stay invested for a full year to get the headline yield in a money market fund. A six-month CD yielding 5% is really only going to return 2.5% and leave you with another decision to make in the fall. So if the market starts pricing in more of an economic slowdown between now and then, you might be leaving money on the table. You won't get a pop from duration and you're setting yourself up for reinvestment risk in a lower interest rate environment. There were a lot of reasons to be hesitant a year ago. We had poor yield prospects, persistently rising terminal rate, no diversification versus equities. Now we have attractive yields, more stability with the terminal rate, and stock bond diversification working again. 
If you're waiting for the all-clear signal from the Fed, you might be waiting too long. Certainly seems to make sense to start length and duration now that you can get a reasonable return. And on top of that, high-quality bonds are once again becoming an effective diversifier relative to equities. Thank you, Mark. That concludes our discussion on stock and bond correlations and the case for extending duration. For more of our research and investment insights, please visit our website, natexasimsolutions.com. And as always, feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments, or for customized insights tailored to your own specific portfolio. On behalf of the Portfolio Analysis and Consulting Team at Natixis Investment Manager Solutions, thanks for your continued partnership, and thank you for listening. Important information. As of May 1, 2023, this material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed may change based on market and other conditions. Investing involves risk, including the risk of loss. Investment risk exists with equity, fixed income, international and emerging markets. Additionally, alternative investments, including managed futures, can involve a higher degree of risk and may not be suitable for all investors. There is no assurance that any investment will meet its performance objectives or that losses will be avoided. This document may contain references to copyrights, indexes and trademarks that may not be registered in all jurisdictions. Third-party registrations are the property of their respective owners and are not affiliated with Natixis Investment Managers or any of its related or affiliated companies. Collectively Natixis, such third-party owners do not sponsor, endorse or participate in the provision of any Natixis services, funds or other financial products. Natixis Advisors, LLC provides advisory services through its division Natixis Investment Manager Solutions. Advisory services are generally provided with the assistance of model portfolio providers, some of which are affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. LLC Natixis Advisors. LLC does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult with a tax or legal professional prior to making any investment decision at Solutions.com. Member SIPC, POD 48 April, 2023. Ad tracks 566403711. 1. Expiration date April 30th, 2024. 